This is Space Cats Peace Turtles, the unofficial podcast for Fantasy Flight's Twilight Imperium. Episode 133. Experimental Tech Paths. Music by Ben Prunty, featuring Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson. I'm always bad at like introducing a, a guest. I, I we start going and then it's like five minutes passes and then it's oh yeah right I forgot that we have a person here sitting with us. Well, I mean, I think maybe maybe we just maybe the key is to kind of start with that. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, I that, guess we can be I like, was yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, who's that? Who's here? <laughs> We're here with the man, the myth, the legend. Okay, actually, me. Yeah, Hunter I'm Donaldson. Here. No, yeah. hey, it's Dane Beltrami. Say hi, Dane. Hello, Dane. Hello, Dane. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, okay, I got a bone to pick. Uh, Ooh, you're here. You're here. Bones. You're <laughs> we're, we're bone picking. You're here because you released some stuff. There's been a lot of releases recently. So, uh, been a couple. the first question is just, what's going on over there, dude? What's what's in, what you got in the hopper? Well, uh, I'm assuming you are referring to the Omega Tech. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That that would have been a good way to kind of like lead into the question. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> maybe kind of overview where we've been. Here's the thing. Here's the issue that I have that that I'll be dealing with with this is every time we've talked to Dane, we then get mm-hmm. angry messages where they're like, "Why didn't you ask him about an expansion?" <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, I don't know. Probably because we talked about it beforehand." And he said, "Because he works for a large company, he's not allowed to talk about the expansion that that right. does or doesn't. You know that whole." verbiage of things that may or may not exist so sure, like that is, that is correct i want to allowed to speculate right <laughs> any any unreleased material expansion or right or so today we're talking about the stuff that you have been releasing but you've been releasing stuff like weird so on what on april 1st you trolled the world your most clever plot was hatched and you released <laughs> a new diplomacy and two new technologies and no one believed you for some reason <laughs> I believed what they were right there. I know there. that's like, what I kept you, saying. You can't, you can't fake that. <laughs> it like, exists. Like you can download it and use take, it. Take them away. Like no, you can't use these completely reasonable things. Yeah, that had they been a joke, they would have been the meanest, most like arrogant joke. Yeah. ever. You know, just like here's I, I, this. What, what the, the joke is that people need my permission to play with. Like, <laughs> better content i guess that is funny you're right that's hilarious <laughs> hilarious so uh what so I don't... The, the the april 1st uh, release wasn't exactly intentional uh-huh. um i i actually had it ready the day before and it kind of became this like well we could we could put we could put it out there now yeah and uh, it it'll be kind of like towards the end of the day. It won't get like seen as much, or we could do it tomorrow. And I was just kind of like on April first, and, <laughs> and the answer was yes question mark. And I was like yes, I love exclamation it. point. <laughs> well, that's I mean that that sounds about exactly what I expected <laughs> from what was going you're, on on your side welcome. of things. Um, so uh, what's, I mean, was there any, like, what was the, the thought behind that? I mean, was this just like a, 
uh, coronavirus sucks, let's have fun? Or, like, was this premeditated? Like, what's what's been going on with uh, the thought a little, process? A little bit of, of both, actually. Okay. Um, so it's it's been something I've been wanting to do for a while. Okay. And there was definitely an element of uh, quarantine sucks, let's do something fun. Um, so, but, but yeah, the, those three in particular um, are, are something I'd, I'd like to have addressed long ago yeah and certainly there's people who've been asking for for all of them yeah um so and, and the the reason for all three is of course basically the same is they're they're kind of like unpopular and don't see play yeah right um, so you just and, want the whole it, game that you designed to actually be played rather than some of it not ever seeing the light of day in games. that's that's correct yeah so um and, and and they're kind of distinguished. I mean, so the texts are like officially labeled as Omega texts. Um, you know, we, we try to bring things about as like a how does the chef intend it? I mean, do you see these as like full on, hey, replace them, D just do it, just swap it out? I mean, obviously yeah. everything is optional, but like in your mind, are you using these for all of your games going forward? I, I am, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, in my mind, like this is what I'd prefer people to use. Got I understand it. that... Um, you know, it's it's not a printed physical component. Mm -hmm. and I don't want to compel people to use to use them um, when when they don't want to. Yeah. But the idea is that yeah, these are full on replacements right. for um, these components that you know had room for improvement. Right. Um, and and so I I do see them as as superior options yeah. and. It is my preference, of course, that that people do play with them. Well, and in the we, we we'll get to this later, but in the living rules reference 1.3 that you guys also released just the other day, um, diplomacy is the one that is actually officially in that as an errata. So that one is even easier to kind of be like, oh, yes, this is new diplomacy because it's barely even different. Yeah, I mean, it's like a very minor change. Diplomacy, I felt like was within the range that it could be called an errata mm -hmm. um, and Whereas the other uh, two were like redesigned the X89. Yeah, they were they were just completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, functionally. So. Um, so, yeah, it, we are certainly implementing them into our games going forward. Um, okay. I, I guess the the other thing then is and we can start getting into kind of the, the living rules reference. But before we even do that, I mean, is this are these types of things we should we expect more? this is omega like now a new thing that people should like be keeping on their radar should we be always feverishly refreshing the fantasy flight twilight imperium well, product page feverishly re refreshing <laughs> um but no this it is absolutely something um that i'd like to start making a regular thing maybe in a bit more official capacity than oh hey i'm gonna drop yeah two cards on twitter uh, <laughs> but no no um definitely expect more cool. um in, in, a, in a more official capacity i can't say when okay um but but uh kind of revisiting some things that that uh, you know like diplomacy and x89 mm -hmm. uh that that needed some attention is something i'd like to do but also maybe um some new stuff so oh interesting so keep, so implement keep, keep an eye out on cool. like you know the 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 Twitter, what do they call it? Twitter sphere, Twitter <laughs> sure. space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or FFG's site. Um, yeah. Well, and we'll all obviously do as much as we can on this show to like pump that stuff out. I mean, yeah. There's there's obviously not like an official like twilightimperium.com where just like this stuff is is 
put out there. But, you know, down yeah, down the sure. road, who knows? But like, you know, it is going to be probably. Yeah, it sounds like for a while, just the kind of thing where it's like you're going to have to find out about it through the channels. You normally find out about random stuff like this. Because, um, yep. I mean, this is kind of different for for board games um, to get it, these sorts of is. midlife updates. Um, but I, I feel like um, it's 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 warranted and um, I, I have noticed a lot of people have been asking um, whether or not we would get uh, a physical yeah. uh, like printing of these ever. Um, and my answer to that is there are no current plants. OK. Um, and that's not code for anything. Uh, but you know never say never maybe in the in the future like if this is a thing that's you know a, a number of these come out and it, they're popular mm-hmm. and there's a demand for it like any anything is possible but right. plan on no there are no there are no current plans for that gotcha well cool well let's then kind of take that same logic over to the living rules reference 1.3 i mean we've had you on the show for the past two 1.3 so i guess the question is just kind of Give us the update. What's what's changed? This one seems significantly smaller than previous ones in terms of uh, mechanical changes. But the big thing is you all did an overhaul of the rule book, uh, replacing out the he's. And we have gender neutral language all throughout the whole rule book now, which is which is fun and something I think the community at large has been kind of requesting for for some yeah. time. So that's I mean, that's fun. Is this. This is a digital version. Is this something we can expect from printings of the game going forward? I mean, you can expect that. Yeah. Um, that said, uh, though the changes have been submitted, mm-hmm. uh, they would not basically take effect until the next printing. Right. And I don't know when that could be. And you know, once once it is printed, um, right, it, it could take some time to get into circulation. Yeah. Um, so. On that note, it's just kind of yes. These Someday are copies coming. of Twi- yeah, I got you. Someday copies yeah. of Twilight Imperium will have these changes, but it's it's anyone's guess when that version is out there. Basically, I mean, I'm sure we'll Correct. try to we'll start hearing about them in the wild, and then we'll be able to let everyone know that that's what's that's what's out there now. Um, yeah, okay, I- so let's uh, I guess then divert into what actually what what has changed. What have we what have you updated? Um, if, if the people are the past two, I've already seen people freaking out about it. It's not color coded anymore. The living rules reference it's, is no it's longer color coded. <laughs> um, it, it, if, uh, if there were another large rules related update, um, then I would return to that color coded, but primarily this, this was just a language update. Yeah. Um, and because I was putting out there i thought that i ought to include uh, a couple smaller things mm-hmm. that have kind of come up uh, in games uh, lately yeah which is why anything was included at all originally the the plan was maybe just that it was going to be a language update but i didn't want to just um, have that be it and leave yeah, stuff hanging wander that yeah and have, have the the opportunity to actually get a couple rulings and notably diplomacy out there um, right Right. So now there's even more kind of formal uh, words that the the diplomacy has changed for for the better, for good. (laughs) Um, 
So let's, I mean, there's basically three rule changes then, if you look at it. There's, there's four bullets, but two of them are actually kind of accomplishing the same goal. So yeah. um, capacity is the first one. 16.3 is different. Can you kind of, I mean, we don't have to go crazy into like what were the awful things happening with capacity, but what's, what is different? What, how should people treat capacity now? Uh, so it's just a difference in the language uh, regarding when you lose um, units to being over capacity, they mm -hmm. are now removed uh, and rather than being destroyed. Okay. Um, which can trigger some stuff. So you can no longer, uh, you know, kick guys out into space to, to send them back home. So in last year's tournament finals, we had boot the dude as oh, a thing. Wow. That was a huge thing. But, but the other impact of boot the dude is if that dude happened to be an in infantry too, you would get to gen synthesis role. And now because you're not destroying that infantry, you're removing it. You do not get the reroll. You, if you opt to kill your ground force due to capacity, it's just, it's just gone. It's not being rerolled yep. and maybe going back home. So that, I mean, that seems like a decent enough big deal. Um, so then we've got some stuff with invasion combat, 44.4. What do we have different with invasion? Yep, similar thing, just a, a tiny fix. Uh, before the qualification for a ground combat starting was that um, units were committed to a planet that that you had units on. Um but those those um, those units could in turn be killed by space cannon, mm -hmm. which could lead to a situation where, if you were reading rules as written, a combat would start despite there being only units on one side, and the combat would immediately end. And there was a question as to, well, then can startup combat um, abilities be resolved? Could you know y Yin indoctrinate a, right? Uh, enemy ground force this, this is one of those that. things where 95 percent of the people listening to this show do not have any idea what you're talking about and this <laughs> never came up and they never even considered that this was an issue uh but those those uh rules lawyers and nitpickers kind of saw the wording thing of the start of ground ground combat having to do with whether or not you had committed ground forces and the main change is that it just now says if the active player has ground forces on the planet so kind of removing that assumption that you would uh the the, the assumption that you would have committed and then kept them now it's like well we know you might have lost them so now it's about whether or not they're still there or not yep cool well all right then uh, so then we really got, there, there's two more bullet points, but there's really only one more thing. And that thing is rerolls, uh, which is really yeah. something that barely comes up. I mean, it's what wrath of Kanara and the crown of Thalnos or Thanlos or whichever, <laughs> whatever whichever it, one is. it is in whichever <laughs> printing of the game and whichever edition you've got. <laughs> Uh, so what's, uh, how, okay, I guess here's the bigger question because this is the thing that has annoyed me for all eternity. How did rerolls actually work before, despite probably almost nobody even realizing they worked this way? Well, it, it was, you know, you were roll in order and then you would have to say whether you're using the reroll immediately after rolling for each, uh, subset. Um, before knowing what the rest of the results were. From yeah, your, your, right. Your so you, you'd, you'd roll your dreadnought 
And then if you had the Wrath of Kanara and you wanted to do a reroll, you had to decide if you were paying for that reroll before you rolled your fighters. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think this was probably just born out of a desire for us to really say that, okay, there's a process. This is how the process works. Right. In practice, like the reality of it was, it would be more cumbersome than it was worth, but also was kind of disruptive to the abilities that it was meant to streamline. Yeah. Uh, So it, I mean, there's just, there was just no sense in hanging on to that anymore, especially when, you know, those aren't even common abilities and they aren't even necessarily, you know, amazing abilities either. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I remember that being the thing that anytime it was brought up, it was just kind of like, really, do we have to like go through this whole weird process to like, it makes sense why it exists. So what is, what is the functional difference now? The functional difference is that now you can, Roll your dice before making the rerolls. Right. Like all so every dice. every so so when you do an attack roll, you essentially do all your attack rolls. Look at the whole pool of every ship. Uh, I mean, I think this is this, you guys had a, an initial intention of having nothing where you had to remember a game state. Right. That was a yep. thing. Like the the whole thing with like oh space docks used to if you built it you couldn't then build out of that space like this around like that stuff is important to get rid of but this was you guys taking that logic to like this kind of ridiculous degree of yeah. i am i going to really not remember the dice i rolled 5 seconds ago kind of thing but it was it was all a part of the same design philosophy so that's why it was there on the front yes end. right which is funny cuz I, I you know there are other things in the game that kind of break, break that. that to a, to a, to, a <laughs> to a small extent that we are fine with uh so this is just kind of acknowledging that and yeah well awesome i mean i i, I appreciate you coming on to, to kind of run us through that and just sort of spell it all out and obviously we're like crazy excited for the idea that we might get more updates yeah. in the future i don't know how easy I'm it makes excited as well. it's it makes hunters and i's job maybe more important important like it like i feel like now i'm supposed to be the person who like also yells about the new stuff but also you've made our job more difficult because as as happened to our x child right. guide we are literally trying to put out strategy guides and now you are putting out new materials that change so thank you dane for well uh, i mean we welcome. threw out the first two years of the show now <laughs> just because of new majin like basically yeah everything... all those episodes are out of date they're done yeah we have to start over uh, now you can just do them again right yeah yeah <laughs> oh, no 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 <laughs> There'll be like an, an anti-mass like sub footnote in six months and we'll be like, all right, well, now, now we go again. again. <laughs> now that's, so basically what you've done is given us job security. As long as you keep updating components, our show can't ever stop because we'll just have to redo all 17 faction guides every single time any verbiage changes. <laughs> oh yeah that, that makes that tracks i, I support this <laughs> well dane thanks for joining us thanks for coming on we're gonna we're gonna get to the rest of this uh episode but i appreciate you taking the time to just fill us in on everything yeah thanks so much ma'am thank you for having me The title of this episode is the most ti yeah. stuff <laughs> i can think of it's the most like this is you're listening to Space Cats Peace Turtles. The title of the episode <laughs> is so like just those combination of words are so uniquely Twilight Imperium. Yeah. And it makes me think about how this show, <laughs> how we've been on this 
this show, we've been doing this show for so long now, and it still has no potential <laughs> to just break big. You know what I mean? Like, it still cannot it's still ridiculously become, niche. There is <laughs> no way this ever becomes a household name because no one who is a normal, regular person is going to pull up a, a podcast episode. You know, because like normally when people check out a podcast, they're like, oh, I'll just listen to the most recent one. Where's their interview with so, Will Ferrell? I'll do that one. Sure. That's the good and one. And this week, this week that anybody those those normies let's call them that <laughs> checking out the show are going to pull it up and they're going to be like experimental tech paths those are three words i'll skip i don't like together <laughs> i just don't like my brain filters those words out together that just doesn't mean anything to me yeah. and i find it just kind of off-putting right. and it's too specific our it's show like, it's let's like just people, be real it's like people who got into like it's like you know what i'm in i'm into D &D. I like i'm okay with rpgs oh cool do you want to join my larping group oh yeah. well we uh... are like larpers this is a th <laughs> this is a perfect time for us to finally say this is like larping level niche okay <laughs> It is. Yeah, it is. We just, it is. you have to accept it. Be honest. Be real about yeah. it. Don't lie to yourself. So this You're is, and you know what? It's fitting because this is the episode brought to us by the super fans. This is the Galactic Council episode. That's the what Galactic they, this Council. is their right. They're allowed to, to bring about these episodes that are just like, hey the man. The council has voted. <laughs> They've uh, cast their die. What is, what is the thesis of this episode then, Hunter? If it's experimental okay, tech paths, so, there's, there's many ways uh -huh. we could do an episode about experimental tech paths. Sure, 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 sure. So a uh, combination of goals with this one. Um, there were new texts released yeah. uh, last month on April Fool's Day. Um, we already have made reference to them in our, er our earlier conversation with Dane. Um, we are going to kind of be updating you a little bit on how those might be affecting right. other factions. Um, but also... And like in in kind of positive ways that are exciting, but also we're gonna throw some spaghetti at the wall. Yeah, okay, yeah. so it's sort of it's sort of a combination episode. I see We've it. already talked about the Omega text, but now this is opportunity for us to go through all seventeen yep. and just say what we think. Right. Yeah, I see this as twofold, like you kind of just said. One is the actual experimentation of hey, listen, we don't know quite enough about these texts yet. So like, what are the things we want to try since these texts are on our brain? What are the things yeah. that like we got to just see if it's valid or not? That's something I think you and I do a lot when we're trying to do our strategy guides and maybe maybe other players don't as often I don't know but like we try weirdo tech paths just to see if there's something there that we weren't you know that that we might unlock um I'm trying not to anymore though yeah. there was a period where I had a bad habit of playing I was like Contrary playing TI like a yeah like I was a scientist and you just kind of lose games yeah, uh and I don't I don't like I don't like to lose games right. The, uh, and the, the other side of this episode is like we've done a can at Rex and can at War Sun. I see yes. this also as the can we have fun with tech? <laughs> like, yeah, let's, assume, fun. let's assume maybe like tech objectives don't exist for a minute. And like, what yeah. could we get away with if we weren't forcing ourselves to be as optimal as possible with tech? And instead, so it was just like, let's just for go for stuff. Yeah, for it to be intriguing stuff that might work, but also sounds pretty goofy. Yeah, but it's still um, functional. It's not like we're just gonna say x eighty nine for every single faction, right? We can't yeah, just we yeah, can't yeah. just get impractical and like I don't know what if we did a crazy thing with anybody. Well, yeah. Well, you, you could. could do that yourself too. You could just <laughs> say like, well, I mean, you know what I mean. You could go through and be like, uh, well, let's see, what are the what are the weakest tech paths still, uh, even with all the changes? Green, green, red. yellow, green, red, green, red is the worst. Yeah. yeah. 
So you could just go through and be like green, red, yeah. green, red, green, red on right. that, green, red on this. Yeah. Um, we want to maybe be a half step above that. Yeah. Um, you guys can sound off in the errata if you find. Get, seriously though, th- actually, this is a good one for errata. So like, if you got your weird, yeah, if you got your weird hill to die on, and we do did, it. This we did some pre errata, so we'll probably at least make mention of a few of the other ideas that were tossed out yes. there. Um, yes, we'll, that'll be towards the end, maybe. Um, I, I'll, I'll be trying to bounce through them as as we go. We'll see. But uh, cool. I guess the the most important thing then is to talk about that that first half part, which is the like, hey, Majin is decent. I'm not going to yeah. say Majin's a great tech, but it's certainly better than it was. It is it red tech path is no longer useless, which inherently, mm-hmm. I mean, red yellow was already kind of like, you know, red yellow might be okay. And now red yellow is like, hey, that's a good tech path. And yeah. blue red got cool, huh? <laughs> blue red's I think really cool for certain factions. Yes. Some some uh we're just going to be telling you stuff Probably yeah. a lot of you already know. And then I think there's a couple blue reds out there that I'm excited to talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but red, green, like we said, red, green, green, yellow still suck. I don't know. Maybe I think there's going to be some conversations about green, yellow. I have a couple thoughts about green, yellow for sure. Um, but uh, Hunter, how much in previous times we've talked about tech, we tend to avoid tech skip conversations how much are we welcoming tech skips into this conversation today well we're talking experimental we're already off book yeah skipping uh skipping is hard Uh, you could just we'd be here all day if we tried to think about all the skip combinations Mm -hmm. um i think yellow skip value has risen yes um because because blue red is now maybe a thing that that you might be cool with that you might be interested in um Having the yellow skip in order to get Dreadnought 2 yep. is, Third I think, starting to smell just really good. And yellow skip has always been good, and sure. I just feel like it's maybe best now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, skipping through, yeah. skipping Graviton, if you're not focusing on PDS, even though if you're doing, like, red, yellow, you're probably focusing somewhat on PDS. But even still, Graviton's just, like, never a horrible tech to skip. Not that it's even bad. It's just, it's a specialization that not everybody uh goes for so let's yeah. let's dig into it let's get our let's let's get our yeah, yeah, gloves yeah, yeah. on and let's do these i mean we've got we've got them laid out in alphabetical order so off the top is the arborec uh yeah you know i, I don't even know what like traditional arborec is anymore but uh arborec is like in the i don't know what's going on with them um every time i feel like the overall uh field of just general skill has risen mm-hmm. to such an extent right. that Arborek is playing worse and worse yeah. um, in that it feels like as everything is evolving, it feels like they are just getting left behind. behind. Yeah. But um, now you have Magi on this new mission to discover, to rediscover Arborek. He's been on, sure. a, he's been on a green tech kick. Uh, he, he, he swears now by bioplasmosis and Latani too. Um, ignore transit diodes. Like he, uh, it's a, it's like, I think the the whole deal with Arborek is you either pick green or you pick yellow. But to do both is double dipping in a way that is overkill, is more than you need, right? If you do... Right, well, tr- if you have bioplasmosis, why do you need transit? Exactly. I actually think it's a big problem with yeah. the tech path. Right. Um, we want a tech path that kind of fills in weaknesses that the faction has. Right. Um, I I don't know. I really have no idea. Yeah. Um, I think... I thought that maybe red-yellow could become a thing. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a faction that starts with Majin, right. and it still kind of feels like, I don't know what's going on with them right now. Yeah. Um, 
this is the one I think I most likely would like to hear uh, people's weird ideas. And also, like, I'm kind of at a point now. I had to play Arborek the other day, and I got to say, it was kind of a joyless experience. Yeah. Um, it was rough. I was playing with, um, I would say, a pretty sharp table, mm-hmm. and they shut me out with strategy card timing stuff yeah. pretty easily. And I felt so dependent on, especially in the early game, of when they were playing their strategy cards yeah. that I just had a huge disadvantage. Right. Um, and this is even, this is this was recent. This was like maybe three or three weeks ago or something. So yeah. we were playing with the new techs. Right, right. Um, I think I tried red-yellow. No, I didn't try red-yellow, actually. I did try all green because I had bioplasmosis. Mm. So I don't, you don't I don't it? know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, Nine of Spades has thrown out War Sun Arborek, and that fits into the red-yellow. You start with Majin. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and I've heard people talk about PDS Arborek being actually kind of like a juicy thing. And if you start with Majin that now is even more important with structures, getting those PDS spread out to like really reinforce your main slice while like then you kind of branch out, pun intended, uh, to yeah. everywhere else. <laughs> um, I, I, and, and we've always kind of said like, oh, well, but the advantage of Arborek is you get to build a bunch of stuff. Like you can, you can have huge stockpiles and build a ton of fighters all of a sudden or whatever. But it's really just that you get to build anywhere, which has always made the argument of War Sun kind of like, uh, well, to just pop a War Sun out, you know, at the very, very front lines seems pretty cool. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I think I stand by that. I also want to throw out Callowin said, I'm a fan of blue, blue, red, red Arborek and just ignoring their faction text completely, especially if Necro is in the game. So if, if you have a Necro problem and you can't do Latani, um, right. the blue focusing on movement and I don't know what the double red... I mean, you start with Majin, so I don't know why the second red is good, but I could see if you had a red skip, getting movement and then getting assault cannon and having just these kind of like swarms that get free, you know, early shots. And I, I think there's valid there. I think blue has always been important for Arborek because the, the movement is the hardest part. Here's what I want. Show me a game. This is what I need to see. And if you do this, if you deliver this, I want, I want a video. I'll yeah. freaking... I'll put this on the YouTube, do whatever <laughs> I got to do. So give me a video of an Arborek game where the Arborek player, uh, they don't even necessarily have to win. They just have to do well, mm-hmm. really well, actually. Um, and they didn't, they were not first in the first three picks in round one. Right, right. If Definitely not first fourth, pick. Fourth, fifth, or sixth pick round one and then still somehow yeah. did well. Yeah, that's what I that's what I need to see because uh, it feels like that early game is so bad that the only way to get past it is to be first pick. Yeah. yeah. In, well, and, and I've heard just I've heard that as an argument right. for some people in terms of like in, in how you set up the game, like Arborek is only a consideration if you are first or second pick. Like if you know you'll have access to warfare or tech, that's the only time you play Arborek. Right. That Otherwise, you to play don't play Arborek. <laughs> where you know your that would be an interesting kind of tournament setup is yeah. you know your your spot before you even pick your faction right. you have to so right. you kind of yeah no yeah. that's interesting um, um let's kick it over to the barony Aletnev now though um barony yeah. has been a faction that has always been in just completely mired by <laughs> Majin being uh, annoying because you start with blue mm-hmm. red if you could continue down blue red as barony it would be a godsend right i mean that right. that's just everything you've ever dreamed for and now that's possible so it's like i'm even weird it's even weird to say like blue red is the barony experimental tech path because it was all we suggested it in a in if you had a red skip we suggested it right. in our guide but now yeah, for you sure don't need the red skip <laughs> 
Now it just feels like it's kind of naturally viable and maybe even just just kind of baiting some errata right here uh, or just some yelling. Uh, maybe it's the best one now. Yeah, maybe maybe I like it better than parenting. everything else. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think that this is probably incredibly good. Um, I kind of want to try to throw out something weirder. I mean, like, I, Neural has never just felt like something I actually end up getting as Barony. I can't make sense of... There's that blue-green Barony idea, right? Where it's like, oh, we're going to focus on Fighter 2 instead because we can get a lot of um, production right. out of our home system. Um, I don't know if green-yellow makes sense in that world you start with blue red so it's really stupid to go down this route but i'm talking about a stupid game right now right i'm talking about mm-hmm. let's go let's this is the spaghetti at the wall what about green right. yellow barony where you get your fighter two because you already have the blue so you can get fighter two you're going to get space dock two you're going to have two space docks in your home system and you're going to produce more units than you've ever produced in a single system ever like you're going to just completely overrun people with the amount of stuff i'm gonna i'm gonna argue that it's overkill yeah and i'm gonna course. say that that the blue red revolution is dramatic enough for yeah. this episode yeah. i mean i'm looking back at our barony guide that we did not do that long ago and we basically do not recommend blue red unless you have a red skin right yeah in which we're talking about Dread 2 into NES into Destroyer yeah. 2. Now, and now, I think now that is it. Yeah. That is the thing. Yeah, now your point about the yellow skip is even more important, basically. Now, yeah. now it's all about, like, if you get that yellow skip, you're going to have, like, the most perfect optimal uh, mm-hmm. thing that you can have. I mean, you're it's, it's so just I th- too good. I, I mean, I think now it's all about getting... I mean, I think my, my favorite Barony game would be I have a yellow skip, so I can go blue-red, get my Dread 2, get my Carrier 2, yep. so I can start throwing on... So the amount of hit soak I have, I'm just meaty, yeah. just super meaty. And I can even throw in something that wouldn't have been viable before, but maybe now can be like uh, um, uh, Assault Cannon. Right. Like, well, you can get any is now more You can have play. your flagship out there with your Plasma Score. I mean, you, right, there's right. Just, you, can, you can have quite a scary fleet at this NES point. NES and Duranium is no longer like... I feel like a dream, the yeah. dream scenario. Now I think like you likely. just go for it. Yeah. I think you can just get it. I think so. Um, Clanasar. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, Clanasar hard to talk is here. A weird one because Clanasar is blue, yellow all day and all night forever. Yeah. Red. You just can't make an argument for like obviously red, yellow is out like period forever. That's not even experimental. Yeah, we're not You're doing just being PDS. foolish. Um, yeah, PDSR. That's silly. Yeah, the the green idea still doesn't make sense to me um, in any sense. I mean, ner- just Bl- beyond having neural. Um, so I don't, I don't, I feel like SAR isn't the one where you get funny with tech paths. Is that wrong? Is it just that SAR? SAR, the fun well, of playing Clan of SAR is that you experiment with like what your plastic build is because you have this crazy like, okay, I'm going to get the two separate SAR balls out there and then I'm going to get, what am I going to do? Mostly cruisers and dreads or am I going to do carriers and fighters? Like it's more about the plastic on the board than it is about the specific tech that you have. I think Clan of SAR plays a relatively light tech game in almost every game I've seen them in recently. Yeah, I I would maybe agree with that. I think I'm going to be a little more cautious and say that in general, I feel like SAR is sort of like Arborek, but for the opposite reasons. Mm. Um, I feel like I'm not seeing enough Arborek, and I'm not seeing it go well. Yeah. Um, when I do see it, and actually, no, actually, I can just say the same thing about SAR. SAR is a great faction that now has so much 
anti-SAR meta Mm -hmm. that every time I see them show up in a game, which has not been very often, but I feel like I have two examples in my head recently, um, the meta against them is just so intense that I'm not really sure. I mean, I'm not really sure any faction could stand up to the level of scrutiny that that they're getting. So I actually think it might be time to go back to the drawing board with SAR in general. And as far as where SAR goes from now, I mean, I think Matt, is SAR going to be your... We divvied him up the other day. Are you going to be writing the SAR guy when we get there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So yeah, I think what I'm going to request from you, Matt, is that you open open your mind and just (laughs) see what can happen because yeah. I'm a little scared that SAR is going to fall from the top four right. not because they're bad but just because it seems like I mean I don't want to spoil any games that you're going to see there is there is one uh, YouTube game uh, we have where uh, SAR uh, has what seems like a great day um, there are other SAR games where they they do not um, <laughs> they and do not <laughs> Yeah. at all yeah there's a, um, and there, it's kind of it's weird it's yeah. it's a weird tendency i feel like i'm starting to notice right um what what i so think yeah. i want to experiment with if i'm going to say anything here and i don't expect it to be good but i want to experiment with the pds slug trail clanisar which is a pds yeah. and a ground force on every planet so you got pds and majin ground forces defending all your planets and you just go all over like you normally would but you're focusing on the idea that the planets you're leaving behind are actually really kind of tricky for people to take because a pds Mm -hmm. and a single ground force now is quite a sizable force if you have mage and defense grid so uh, i that that's something i'll i'll see if it's got any legs i mean war sun clan sr i guess is basically the route you're, you're looking at but even even without that i mean you could do assault cannon Clanisar, you're gonna have you ha- the the whole focus of Clanisar is big fleets, right? Like a numer yeah. numerous fleets. So we'll we'll push. I don't ourselves. know about red, yellow Clanisar. Maybe blue, red. Yeah, maybe blue, red. I feel red. like even, but the thing the problem with that is that they get some decent stuff out of yellow right. in a way that some of the other like Floating I don't feel like and yeah, and, and going Barony of Letnev. We talk about blue red for Barony of Letnev. I don't feel like Transit Diodes makes or breaks yeah, a Barony no, game. Definitely it's not. helpful, but if they've got Carrier 2, they they're kind fine. of have a way to solve that problem anyways. Transit so. Diodes could change a Clan SR game, though. In a, in oh, sure. But ways. I was more talking about Floating Factory 2. Yeah. There's no way get there's no getting around that that tech is awesome right. for Clan SR. Right. Definitely. So. Um, okay, so Embers of Muad is the next one. Now, we already, in our original round, first round strategy guides, we, I think, purported a what could be considered experimental muat which is to say blue muat blue watt is the gravity drive muat that says you know what i can't get war suns but now we have this new thing in our arsenal the new x89 mm-hmm. changes what muat could try to do <laughs> and let me sell you on the case of x89 muat because it. here's the thing new x89 if you score a single hit with bombardment all the ground forces are dead now uh-huh. you can't ha- war suns do really really great bombardment you're hitting on a three. Yeah. Um, a single war sun with plasma scoring, which Muat starts with, is rolling four shots of bombardment on a three. Yeah. And you already have the war sun. So it, with every single other faction of the game, getting the idea of getting war suns and getting X89 is completely stupid. That's not, yeah. you are up a creek. Uh, but with Muat, you already have it. Uh, neural motivator. Action cards means sabotages to stop direct hits on your war sons. Uh, 
Hypermetabolism means more command counters for all of your command counter abilities. Uh, Daxiv, I mean, Daxiv's a waste because the plan is with x89, we're never going to do a single ground combat, ever. <laughs> we bring one or two ground forces with every war sun, depending on what planets we're taking. We bombard the two planets, and boom, guess what? We took them because there's no ground forces defending that planet. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it's something I am 100% going to try uh, when I get to the Muwak guide, because uh, Hunter is not touching that with a 10-foot pole. Nope, done, done, <laughs> Hunter graduated. Hunter with Muwak is me with Extra uh, at this yep. point. But yeah, I'm, I'm guaranteed going to try X89 Muwak. Yeah, I think it's weird. I don't like it. I think that <laughs> you're talking about solving a problem that they don't have, their bombardment. Is already, already good at that. They're already sure. good at that. You're the, already the, probably killing me, most of them, but this is just, it's just fun. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I do think hyper and neural, though, being part of that equation. Pretty cool. Is cool and helpful. Pretty cool. Um, yeah. So, and especially with a green skip, then maybe, maybe it's the route. I don't know. Uh, let's get into Emirates of Hakan, which is another one that is like already kind of so efficient that it's a little bit hard to stray from the path. Yeah, to figure out where to go. I will say this. I just realized in thinking about Hakan that blue-red might be really fun because you already have the yellow. <laughs> is this an episode that is just that blue-red rules now? <laughs> like I think blue-red's cool. Um, I think it could be cool for Hakan. I think it's... I like getting green tech as Hakan, though. Mm -hmm. um, I've kind of I've kind of always been partial to... I start with the yellow, so now I can go blue-green. Mm -hmm. Um but now I kind of feel like it's going to be, I start with the yellow, so now I could go blue-red or blue-green. Right. Um, which is not what it felt like before. Uh, we could talk about red-yellow, but I think it's kind of, that's. I think that's kind of dumb, but yeah. this is experimental tech path, so let's talk I, dumb. I, I'll say the dumb thing for me, it continues to be, and I've done this one time because I had the, the, the right skips, but... I think it's super cool when you can get production biomes and quantum data hub node and you pay for your own quantum data hub node through the like you are guaranteed the four bucks every single round if you can keep mm -hmm. up your command counter. So like green, yeah, but that's green. Yellow. I know it's it is it is green, yellow, and it's weird, but you start with the blue. I don't know. It's it's dumb, but it's I, I've done it before and I think it's a goofy different kind of um, Hakan game that is, Let me ask is you more something. just what like are you good trade. at. Besides the faction, let's take the faction tech out. No, that's that's cheating. Yeah, uh, you can't. So, what are you good at though, plastic wise? If you go green yellow, um, I I I can't. I mean, you would have fighter twos, and that's the thing is you're building cheaper. Oh, you fleets. would have fighter two. You're sure. you're building so you'd have... cheaper fleets with and more mm -hmm. of them because you could easily being in yellow, you're easily getting space dock two if you want to. You don't need it though, but you could put two or even three space docks in your home system with this route and go just crazy with fighters this is fighter two this is fighter two without carrier two or i don't know that feels a little yeah it's it, it's that, like that it's like we've got we've got good fighters but we don't have a way to carry a bunch of them i guess we have space dock two so we can pump them out yeah yeah so i don't know it's i'm not saying it's great but it's a it's a goofy I, i'm i'm just getting to the point now with ti because like i beat my head against the wall with extra for so long and i'm expecting to do that with more I can't wait to get to the point where I put the pressure off of myself to like 
get it right with every faction. And I want to mm-hmm. do some games that are just like, I'm just doing a thing. I'm just doing a thing Feeling that I out. know it doesn't make sense. I don't care. I don't even care. Right. I'll, I'll right. pull the trigger. Like, it doesn't matter to me. So Red, I, yellow, Hakan, but you take construction like all the time. Right. Yeah. That sounds funny. I think that sounds funny. Um, and, and just like too many PDS in your home system. Yeah, crazy PDS. <laughs> uh, you've got all three space stocks in your home system. Yeah. You took construction twice. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I could see it. It's very defensive. And right. that's kind of it, though. Right. But yeah. I think anything uh, that isn't the normal Hakan tech path is innately defensive because the, yeah. the, the Hakan tech path is the mobility tech path. Uh, let's talk right, about Federation right. of Soul, which is one <laughs> I don't even... I You're the one who came up with this one. I don't have anything because for me, Soul is so obviously blue-green to such a ridiculous degree. My only thing with Soul is Transit Diode's Soul is pretty fun. Um, yeah. Uh, and also... Well, well and, and that's like blue-yellow Soul, right? Right. right. Blue-yellow yeah. Soul is about as experimental as I'm willing to go. Uh, but Hunter, you have a different. You have a. You have a different. Yeah. One. So I just. I. Th- I think Soul is uh, good enough to maybe warrant some something really dumb. Yeah. So what about Yellow Red Cruiser Two Soul <laughs> Assassins? Is what I'm calling it. Uh-huh. So you've got. You start with a blue green. So we're really. Two tech and two colors better is not coming out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're just gonna say it isn't, or if it is, then you got. I don't know. Um, but we're gonna get. Um, we're gonna get Starween. We're gonna get Plasma. Mm. Um, we're gonna get Cruiser Two, um, and we're gonna we're gonna sneak our soul boys, our soul boys and girls uh-huh. into enemy territory. Yeah. Plop them down. Orbital drop on the back of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna say no to hypermetabolism for some reason. <laughs> so we're so the idea is our cruiser twos are sneaking yeah. into your planets, taking them, and we're plopping down PDS. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's dumb. It's real uh, dumb. It's real dumb. But uh, I just love the idea of Federation of Soul with Cruiser Two. Yeah, like I just can't get it out of my head. I think that just sounds so it's funny. Just so goofy. Yeah, just Cause, carrying cause one dude. One dude that can maybe take the fight, basically. Well, because <laughs> like, okay, all so right, Jeff, bro, get in the cruiser. <laughs> let me let me make let me make. Here's the actual argument. So everyone knows that a one v one, um, we it's you know it's well I shouldn't say everyone knows, but it, it is it is well established in the TI canon. Yep. Uh, that if you're doing a 1v1 infantry fight, then the odds are that in the favor of the defender yes. because they win in a tie, right. basically. Right. The best faction yep. to kind of like game those odds would be Sol. Right. 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 So, yeah. And that's if you, all if I'm you had a green skip, it. if you had a green skip, this gets even cooler because you can still get Spec Ops 2, right? Ooh. You can do you can do this with Spec Ops 2. So that's Spec fun. Ops 2 Soul Assassin. <laughs> getting sneaking in, getting those control points yeah. uh, easily. Um, uh, instead of it being like you're you won't be as predictable yeah, yeah, if you do this right, soul. Right. You're, okay. And it's, it's just I'm less done, boring too. That's that, that's the other thing too. Yeah. Just shake up it's your soul game. Come on, just just yeah. have some freaking fun. Let's talk about yeah. ghosts and okay, yes, okay, blue red is also a thing ghost. Ghosts can blue red too. I feel like we're I think it could end up being really cool. Yeah. But we we know kind of what the recipe of blue red looks like now, and I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's so funny about it though with ghosts is they already had a great red. Dimensional Splicer is yeah. already cool, but now like I might get my third red as Majin. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that, sure. that's the, imp- the the what doesn't make sense is like I I might not get uh, Duranium, but I could go four red 
uh, Creus, right? No, Blue Red was already cool is all I'm trying yes. to say. Yeah, Blue, Blue Red was already cool. It's still cool. It maybe doesn't get bumped that yeah. up that much. Honestly, what sucks about all this is ghosts are already the faction people just love to experiment with. PDS yeah. ghosts is a thing. Uh, we, we advocated Now, red-yellow ghost does get bumped up yeah. by Majin. Red-yellow ghost is cool with Majin. Who's doing the ghost guide? Is it you? That sucks. It's you. Oh, of course it's uh, me. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm the ghost. I love ghosts I know. now. We've I'm completely flipped there. going to someday do my goat war sun ghosts um, because I want that four movement. <laughs> for movement war fine it's it's i mean i'll say it's fun it's a fun idea and it's cool i don't i don't think it's experiment i don't think it will be the it will be worth talking about but i think it belongs in an episode like this and not necessarily in the ghost guide proper absolutely we'll talk about Um, it though but ghosts get to just do all kinds of crazy stuff i think is the is the gist they're already just experimental so they get to do whatever they want um so great so let's get into l1z1x i had such a hard time uh, thinking of anything for L1 because here's the thing about L1 you already have inherit you can get inheritance systems which means you already were in a world where it's like we can get crazy stuff like you can if already we get want funky to. yeah yeah so I I don't I don't know what you do and, and the default tech path with them is you start green red but most people want to get super dread so you like a lot of times you do blue you do the thing we just described with soul where you go completely out of the way but like that's what people do with L1. So, like, the sure. most imaginative thing I can think of with L1 is Cruiser 2 L1 that leans into inheritance systems. And that's not even that imaginative. Right. Like, we see Cruiser 2 L1 all the time. Exactly. Like, I, I, I don't think L1... I think L1 is already the experimental tech path faction. Yeah, just I agree. Innately. And I I don't think... I don't think... Well, okay. This is, what's, this is what is worth noting. Mm-hmm. Is L1... Uh, I mean, because of Majin, uh-huh. uh, we we can sneak in. We can take that PDS. Right. We can steal your now, PDS and reinforce it with PDS two in a really really yeah, scary yeah, yeah. way. And infiltrate is, or it's not called infiltrate. Assimilate. It's called assimilate. Infiltrates the card. Yep. Uh, whenever we assimilate, we always like to do that, and it's always flashy and fun. Uh, it maybe doesn't get to happen just because we want it yeah, to happen. Right. Though. So I mean, I don't know. I do. Um, I do think. If we're talking experimental, I think PDS two L one is the goof is like the goofiest thing I could think of. Is is that yeah. I'm gonna assimilate your space dock in the middle of your slice and now it's really annoying for you. <laughs> like that would be so hilarious. incredibly annoying. Uh Mentac Coalition is another tricky one because maybe Mentac has the after Soul, Mentac has kind of like the most choice tech path in the game. well i don't know if it's choice so much as it feels kind of locked in yeah. i'm thinking about mentac a lot right now because this is the faction that i'm currently yes. preparing a guide for right um and one of the things that i keep running into when it comes to like all right well let's think about the different ways you could play mentac cruiser 2 is kind of the it's the bread and butter mm-hmm. of what me- makes mentac great yeah and i don't see how you kind of get around that. Yeah. And I don't really feel that Majin changes things too much. I actually think Mentech was, it, Mentech is improved, yeah. but they were already in this direction anyway. Right. So I'm not really sure Here's that it's a big deal. what I will say. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think you're right that you stick with that. But I think the, the experimental part of Mentech is to maybe ignore mirror computing, which is a big ask. But no, but no, remember, Boo. remember that Mentech's ability also works on destroyers. So if you get Destroyer yes. 2, 
you can do some interesting stuff. And I think if you still also get Cruiser 2, but instead of going then into yellow, you go deep into red. Not deep, Man, even. But- not even deep. I'm saying Destroyer 2s. Imagine this. Imagine mm. the three AFB. AFB. Yeah. Uh, and then the ambush. Like Destroyer ha- 2 doesn't help with uh, the ambush for it, though. Well, no, I mean, let's. It might. It depends on the fleet, but like even 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 a two cruiser twos and a destroyer two. That's like a that that's gonna chew through some stuff. Now I like that. That's I what like I'm saying. The idea of destroyer two. It so we're talking. We're gonna use the ambush for the cruisers still. Yes, but, absolutely. But destroyer two AFB plus ambush yep. is so much pre-fire. Yes, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Couple that with a PDS two that's in range. Like if it's right on your perimeter. You, you fired like five or six, seven shots before they did anything. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty fun. Um, yeah, I think so. I think that rules. Nalu Collective. Uh, man, we're, we're in this like, we're in this heat right now. We're in this moment of all these factions are ones where it's like, come on, but their, their thing is so good. Um, yeah. And, and I'm I, like, we're not, again, we're not sitting here suggesting just like stupid stuff. Like I'm not going to just sit here and say PDS2 Nalu because that's not a thing. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Nalu is blue green or blue yellow forever. I mean, that's that, you I don't, don't even really need major like you don't red doesn't do anything for you as Nalu. Yeah, it doesn't do anything for you. I mean, what PDS Nalu? Why? Why? Right. I ask you why. I, I think the I don't one. Know why. I think the one thing I would say is the most experimental I could get is let's instead of doing um, and this isn't even that experimental. I'll say that much. People have talked about this, but instead of going heavy on Neuroglave. Go heavy into blue and have yeah. uh, fleet logistics and light wave deflector. Send your yeah, big I- scary hybrid crystal fighter two swarms through stuff uh, as your first action. Take a thing, pop imperial. Like that's the stuff that heavy. But blue, I'm all about Nalu it. Honestly, I'm kind of more blue yellow Nalu than I am blue green. I think Neuroglave yeah. is trap. I think it tricks you. Yeah, and that you're actually. Uh, you could be, be hyper aggressive and very offensive mm-hmm. as Nalu, and, mm-hmm. and green getting green those convinces you to be defensive. Deep blues. Um, you've already got the neural out of the way, so you're just like not worrying about it. It's that. It's kind of that Hakan situation that we talked about before. You've already got the yellow, yep. so yep. you don't. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Necro is up next, but we're skipping the conversation about Necro because eh, that's whatever. not how Necro what? works. Necro doesn't get to be about just... tech pads conversations. Uh, yeah, we, we could, could just talk, talk forever about, about every potential uh, thing you could copy, and that's just not going to be a thing. So let's skip to mm-hmm. Sardak Nor. Uh, Sardak Nor is. The one this is the faction that you're kind of like, are you allowed to get experimental? Where, where's the room for experiment in Sardak Nor because of how difficult the game is? But again, we're kind of saying let's let's somewhat ignore uh, the idea of tech objectives for a second. Well, I don't know if you've heard me say that I like blue red more and more, <laughs> but I think blue red. So let's say if you've got a yellow skip as Sardak. Yeah. You go blue red. What this means is finally. So what it. Let's talk about the things it doesn't mean. You can't get fighter two. Sure. That sucks. Yeah. Ma boo. Um, what you can do is go for a kind of uh, baby barony, except for wait, why is it baby barony? It's actually plus uh, one. The, to all. It's <laughs> really awesome barony um, with way meaty. better ground forces. You can get Valkyrie yeah. particle weave if you go blue red. Oh my uh, god! And, and, and being able to finally. So my the thing with Sardak is I always hated if I got the. Um, the faction tech one yeah. because getting both their faction tech just seems like such a chore. Yep. Um, Blue red now, is now a cool thing. Now, the thing about this is it's not, I mean, 
actually no i'll 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 say this um sardak uh, is definitely a faction where you're going to think about taking construction mm-hmm. that's going to happen so you can kind of game out a way to make majin worth your while right. um basically so i feel like in that way it does kind of beef up um, that situation. Well, now, and, and let's talk about Majin plus Valkyrie Particle Weave and how ridiculously defensive that that's is. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I want to dance a slightly different dance, and this is sure, this ahead. was recommended by Jasper, which, but I, I think this one doesn't even take much uh, to like get to this point. But if we're talking about Majin and Valkyrie Particle Weave, let's set aside the blue tech, which sounds amazing to me, and I want to do that. But let's go red yellow. And let's get mm-hmm. transit diodes. We're talking about going kind of deeper than we can realistically say, right? If we're saying we're yeah. going to get transit diodes and Valkyrie particle weave, both of which are three deep, that's a bit crazy. Mm-hmm. But if we had like a yellow skip, um, it's maybe possible. Um, so uh, the red, yellow Valkyrie particle weave, Sardak that takes a planet, Valkyrie particle weave helps with that. But then you also transit diodes and like everything that you take becomes so insanely defensive that you just never get touched again and you yeah you gotta go a little bit heavy in construction you get pds2 as well um your destroyer twos help you in the in the air game in in a Mm -hmm. way that isn't necessarily great for sardak uh but it's still cool i mean again those those three shots on a six uh afv are, are pretty good i keep saying v v um so i'll say i don't i still don't know that this beats blue green yeah. but i think it is close yeah i think i, I think the yeah the blue red is certainly the most interesting there uh university yeah. of jolnar is a similar conversation as yeah Necro i don't know what do you me. want us to do they're already they're also the one i mean we specifically said it in their guide like they're the ones that you get to experiment with but i want to throw out uh the idea that joel if if muwa is the ones who have the best case to get x89 with war sons Jolnar is the second best case, right? Right. Because you can kind of skip your way there pretty easily. Um, so having, uh, you know, you, you round one, you get hypermetabolism, and then your next effort is to get three red. Uh, Majin helps the universities of Jolnar ground forces in, in a really major way because it's a non-combat role advantage, which is where Jolnar falls behind. It's just a deal an extra hit. So that's super great. You're getting PDS as Jolnar. You can get PDS two whenever you want. And so if we get our war sons and then decide to get X89 immediately after that, that's actually not that inconceivable. And yeah, same, same situation. Then you, you run around and you've now negated your need to ever do your bad ground combats. So you don't need infantry to as Jolnar. You never right. do a ground combat. God, I'm sorry. I'm just fantasizing about playing Stardust. <laughs> I, love, I love them. I miss them. Uh, we've only got a few more left here. Uh, the Winu man. I don't know. I, this is your turn, Matt. I, I don't know what to say. Here, here's what I'll say about Winu. This is what I think about Winu. Uh, Winu, in a game where for some reason you don't need gravity drive but can still get to Mechatol first, <laughs> whatever, uh, <laughs> play with me. Uh, let's say <laughs> we did that. I, I think the idea that if you... And maybe it doesn't even have to be I took the Custodian's token, but let's talk about the the... Uh, Winu that just wants to get to Mechatol Rex and doesn't want to have that issue where like everybody jumps on them. Uh, Winu that end up on Mechatol Rex with Majin and Plasma scoring and get uh, mm-hmm. PDS2 with uh, mm-hmm. on the center of the map, I don't think it's the craziest mm-hmm. thing in the world. That's pretty defensive because you get the PDS for free, so Majin just automatically procs. Like, once I forget you take what Mechatol. it... So the, 
so just remind me because it's hard to remember sure. anything about winning. Um, <laughs> so he- hegemonic yep. is yellow. Yeah, it's three. It's three yellow. Oh, I mean, it requires two yellow. It is the third stage yellow. The other one. Do you even need the other one? The other, is the other one, one actually good. No, the other one is nothing. The other one is uh, mechatol. Lazic skate folding. A, or no, no. It's, it's what is it? Yeah, it's lazic skate folding, and it's oh, a, that's war, what it it's is? a wormhole basically on mechatol rex for you. Boo! It's not great. So uh, I, I'm more interested in the PDS two uh, parked on mechatol with Majin that is pretty defensive. Um and like a like a red yellow like a red yellow winu, yeah. I don't think it's great, but I think it holds Mechatol better. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, you can transit more ground forces to Mechatol too. I don't think you actually even get your faction tech in this one either, because you don't need to do the flip. You could do the flip. It's more money. Turn Mechatol into a six dollar planet, but I don't think it's required. Uh, but yeah, you you'll probably get it if you're going this route. But I think transit Majin. Winu on Mechatol is pretty good. Uh, Extra Kingdom, I, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, and we kind of yeah, just did it. And <laughs> we just did it. We've already talked. Well, we've talked about the Extra Tech Path yeah. since yeah. the new text came out. Right. Yeah. We. I mean, that we're we're exhausted. There's no. There's no other. <laughs> Sorry to. We exhausted out, all I of guess. our ideas. Yeah, yeah. But that's. I mean, that's just what it is. We want to talk about, about Yin Brohood. Yeah. Yen, talk about Yin, yin Brohood. You do Yin, and then okay. I'm gonna do a Sorrow because there's some fun stuff with the Sorrow. Cool. 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 So. Um, I think red, yellow plus green skip, real cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, me likey, me, me likey that a lot. Um, it feels like what's the so green skip I for? Feel like, uh, the green skip is for getting cruiser two. Like, oh, I think that's yes. Okay, so cru- cool. so it's so the idea is it's cruiser two yin. You're not bothering with. Uh, you're kind of playing. It's like mentax tech path yeah. a little bit. So we're like we're gonna get. Um, we're maybe going to get destroyer two. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna, maybe going to get transit. Um, we're going to focus on uh, using our our uh, our buildings yeah. to kind of wreak havoc. And plus devotion, plus the Majin hit right. means like we don't need infantry two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, we're yeah. we're dealing so much extra hits beforehand. Um, right. I think that's fun. The other thing I want to talk about, I don't know if I've mentioned, but I kind of like blue red <laughs> now. So. Yeah. The thing about blue red with Yin is they start with the yellow, so they got the boring one already right. out of the way. Right. So dread two, yep. uh, Yin. Think about it. You've already dread got two destroyer d- two carrier two Yin. Yeah, dread That's two. Awesome. Yeah, love it. Yeah, um, you carry so tons of fighters. Yin you in general. wipe out all of their fighters. You kill off one of your destroyer twos to pop off one of their scarier ships uh, mm-hmm. yeah there's there's a lot to that blue, blue could be a thing yeah blue red yin could legitimately be a thing not even experimental yep. uh Isarl. um okay cool yeah 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 yeah. x89 is better and they're already going down green whatever who cares uh yep imson had this wacky <laughs> idea and at this point because of what imson did to our barony guide i will trust anything imson says even if it sounds crazy you know what i mean okay i'm just in me. his boat uh, Make me crazy. Imson said PDS is Sarl is cool. <laughs> you get Sarween tools and you get plasma scoring. You get PDS two. <laughs> you get cruiser two because you already have the green. You get graviton, mm-hmm. and then you mm-hmm. get transparasteel or Majin. I don't even understand what we're doing with all of this, but the idea that we're doing PDS two like red yellow. Uh, Isarl is super, super weird to me. Um, I think you could partner that 
with the Isaro flagship and focus on the idea that the cruisers have a bunch of range to go around stuff and then your uh, flagship meets stuff there by just going through. You know what I mean? Like it, the the flagship always takes the short path, and your cruisers are out everywhere, and they always just like meet up where they need to to be. Um, yeah, I don't know. A little scary. A little sounds scary. Like, but here's the sounds thing. like a flagship that's gonna get popped. <laughs> Maybe, but I, I think the general idea though is leaning away from going heavy green means like you're actually qualifying for more objectives with PDS Isarl. Um So I don't know. It's it's worth. It's worth at least considering. I don't know that blue-red has a place in this. I mean, the green tech is just nah. too good. Green-yellow is sorrel. Again, green-yellow is bad, so it's really hard to no, make thank you. any no, sort no. of case. I, but, okay, so this... this Yeah, all right. I'll, I'll listen to this. We, this weirdness sounds... I'm gonna, it sounds fun. I need to play it to see what it, what he's even talking about because right now right. I, <laughs> I'm i a bit lost, but I think it's it, it could happen. Uh, sounds so. fun. So that's it. We did it. That's 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 kind of everything we got. Again, this is like such a weird thing to like brainstorm. So I want to hear some errata. Um, spell it out for us. Talk about what you're doing with the faction. Tell us, you know, w- the weirdest thing you've ever actually done is the bigger thing too. Don't just like throw theory crafty stuff at me. Tell me like the weirdest tech path you've ever done with any faction. I'm yeah. I'm very curious. Tell about. us a story. Um, all right. So. Oh, we we are not going to get to extra errata today. It seems yes, like we, we are running up against our time yeah, limit. We'll get them um, next week. We'll get them next yeah, week. I didn't even we'll really collect enough, so um, okay. I, I got a, I needed a break of thinking about extra for just like one week. I just wanted a one I, week break, <laughs> and I'll you, I'll come that. back around to the errata, and we will definitely do it next week. Sorry for the delay on that. Oh, no worries, no worries. All right, so hey, thanks to all of the supporters of our Patreon. Um, I have some Patreon stuff to throw out at you real quick. Um, I just posted the new poll for the nec- for next month's Galactic Council episode. This was a Galactic Council episode today. Um, here are your topics for the next one. Uh, if you want to vote on these and you're not on the Galactic Council, uh, why not Why not check out joining our Patreon? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, so this is the first round. You get to vote on as many of these as you like. Here are your options. They're pretty weird. Uh, root co-op mode. We're going to start talking about root uh, pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, maybe even next week is the is next I week the first root episode. Ooh, good question. You caught me off guard with that. Keep going, and I'll Ooh, let you know. Here, I'll 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 tell you the other option. So TI four fourteen point invitational overview. Uh, there is a we are smack dab. We're not we're not quite in the middle of it yet. Yeah. But uh, the fourteen point invitational that me and Matt have both invite been invited to play in uh, is going to be happening. Um, we currently in the schedule because we had already made it before we even knew this was going to happen. Uh, we do not have an episode slotted to devote specifically to that. Right. And we would love to. Yeah. We would love to just talk about that. Totally. So if you're interested in that, um, obviously there's going to be a lot of that content around yeah. on various Twitches and Discords YouTubes. and everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that that is out there. And if you're interested in that, um, check check it out. Hit up Patience. Yeah, or Defterous. Um, either one of them. Or Defterous. Yes, yes, yes. It. Um, so the next episode idea is TI4 homebrew ideas. Um, we'll take a bunch of your ideas, uh, homebrew stuff, and talk about it. That is an old favorite that I decided to bring back. A favorite to see that never won. So. Never quite won it, but we'll see what happens this time. Yeah. Um, TI3, what does that game feel like now? We just talk about, yeah. we like just play one TI3 game. and I was just thinking about that, like what yeah. would it even feel to play that game anymore? Um, and then the last one is also an oldie that never oh got God. it. TI3 Shattered Ascension. How could you do um, this? Where we talk about the <laughs> custom 
the i mean uh, I, I was just thinking about old stuff yeah. uh and and trying to see which one of these maybe can stand this is up. also essentially a an episode like that we owed our wise one of our longtime space kitties but like he yep. got hit by the by the change in space kitty episodes to where like shattered mm-hmm. ascension kind of got knocked off our a peg i don't know we'll see if it happens you vote for what? it yeah <laughs> Yep, this is this this is the that potential. Um, okay, Matt, what was the uh, what was the uh, next week's yeah, episode? Yeah, we, so we're doing the root learn to learn next week, which freaks me out. I did not, I forgot we were coming up on it so hot. So that's uh, super exciting, uh, which cool. makes the extra errata all the more important, so that we still keep some TI flavor in it. But uh, but so yeah, we're going to be talking about root learn to learn, and then in the future we'll be doing root guides. But like you said, we we don't have like a situation where we're specifically talking about the co op mode in route so i'm very interested to to give room for that episode to exist yes yeah um all right next thing is uh, hunter donaldson fan club i have the first round for your selections um currently i have my my hunter donaldson fan club stream is supposed to be on a friday night uh, generally the third friday of the month however because of the invitational um i don't know exactly when the finals of that is going to happen mm-hmm. and i want to leave that weekend kind of open yeah so I went ahead and scheduled the, uh, currently it's scheduled for May 29th. It might get scooted up mm-hmm. a weekend if the finals ends up being on that yeah. weekend. I think that likely isn't going to be the weekend for it, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, so this is the first round. You can vote on as many of these as you want. Um, you could watch me play uh, Elder, Scroll, uh, Elder Scrolls for Oblivion. <laughs> Um, currently me and Matt are, um, just going to tease you a little bit, working on a potential new project, uh, a new, uh, podcast actually, Mm -hmm. um, that, uh, of course we would love if you came and listened to as well, but, uh, we are making each other play games from our, that were important to us that maybe the other hasn't played. And Matt is making me play Oblivion, um, which has been uh, difficult to do, but I will let you watch me do it, yeah. um, and then it'll blow up right. and it won't work, and uh, I'll have to will reinstall crash, it. The game will crash. So you can watch me reinstalling Oblivion. Um, <laughs> uh, another option is uh, I've been talking about this for a while: root solo mode. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where I play against all Clockwork um, expansion uh, root factions, and I'll put them on like hard mode or whatever, yeah. and I'll just play it by myself and try and figure out how to beat hard robots uh they're gonna beat me i'm sure um ti4 pick a planet this is a type uh, a, a way to play ti4 where all the planets are separated from the hexes and you like kind of draft them onto new hexes so you yeah. can like put a planet with another or maybe like a planet that was by itself is now with another planet on the same hex um gets pretty goofy um ti4 frank and friday i play frank and draft um with the with the friday folks yeah. um that this one's kind of a easy kind of slam dunk uh will be fun i want i i wanted this time the pick if it's going to be a ti4 for it to be spicy ti4 yeah. um so my last option for y'all is ti4 twitch plays ti4 where i'm just your vessel um and i will let uh the chat make every major decision for me yeah. i will just be a mediary between you all and what happens in the game of ti4 that i play yeah Whew. yowza um so then coming up uh this this week uh is there a do we have like a streaming schedule or yes there there's a streaming actually here i'll just i'll i'll get you through the next couple things real quick um so tomorrow uh instead of me streaming tomorrow i actually decided to take the day off because 
I am working on finally getting some Patreon stuff done. Um, it's been way too long coming, uh, but uh, those of you that are Space Kitties or Weird Bears, you should be able to, starting tomorrow, see all of the show notes. Yep. Finally. Right. Um, I thought that I had figured that out already. And, <laughs> and then take. someone asked me why they couldn't see it. <laughs> and now I don't know why that didn't. I feel like I maybe gave some random person access to like one <laughs> folder and then that's it yeah. or something like that. Like something like that has happened. I don't know uh, what. Right. But, anyways, I'm going to get that refreshed. Um, me and Matt are trying to figure out how we want to let the Hunter Donaldson fan club have access to all of the old streams forever. Yeah. That's, um, a, that's like a storage issue that we have to work out so we uh, yes. have a plan in place and that maybe should be coming in the pipeline but like are hard to guarantee basically at this point because it's kind of actually yes. a difficult puzzle to solve our plan was to do google drive and it feels like that is kind of the work the crummiest plan yeah. so we have a new plan that i might maybe tomorrow i will just figure out and it will be done um so on Twitch, people have been asking uh, whether oh, yeah. you have to be a subscriber in, in order to see uh, our VODs. Uh, we're, we haven't completely decided which way it's going to go. I think for now, um, if you, regardless of you being a subscriber or not, you should be able to see the VODs. Yes. Um, yeah. That, we, that, that was a that. thing where we had made it subscriber only, but it, it especially didn't seem fair while we didn't even have our other promise to the Hunter Donaldson fan club up yeah. and ready. So, yes. so definitely we've reopened that back up. You, you can, uh, access, um, old, uh, you know, Twitch only keeps them for like a month anyway. So it's like relatively right. recent. Um, Our plan is stuff. to like archive them for you. So you can just go back and watch any old stream, regardless of whether yes. it made it onto the YouTube or whatever. Um, speaking of streaming, here's my Twitch schedule for this week. Um, all times are Pacific, uh, Thursday at noon. I'm going to play root. Um, Friday at 4 p.m., I'm going to play Subnautica again with Read It and Weep. Um, that game has been going really well, and I love playing it. Um, but the stuff you really want, the stuff I know you really care about, <laughs> is on both Saturday and Sunday at 10 a.m., I'm going to play a 14-point practice game for the Invitational. Yikes. So that's All those that's will be fun. Pacific, Check those out. Pacific time, Pacific standard, or Pacific yes. daylight time, whatever. So. Yes, 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 um, yes, yes. I want right, to thank take over. our Space Kitties and Weird Bears. I want to thank Farganess and Brian. And I want to thank our Space Kitties, Naderade, Patience is a Virtue, Polyphony Requiem, Julian Rwise, Hippie, Peace Turtles, Rekka, Gaskio, Strict Nine, Dark Jutsu, and more tension. Space Kitties are popping off this month. May is yeah. May is Space Kitty month. Uh, also, keep an eye out on the YouTube for, I, I don't know exactly when it'll be coming out. Um, I know Hunter's already filled his plate up with lots of VOD-related stuff, but we played, uh, Hunter played a game as Mentak with a very popular Hearthstone streamer named Trump. Yeah. Uh, Trump Trump SC is usually what you can find them like on Twitter and stuff. But uh, that was a crazy fun and ridiculously long <laughs> game. Uh, it was uh, just a, a small spoiler, non-spoiler. That game went eight rounds, which is the longest, yep. like most number yep. of rounds ten I've ever play, seen. Ten point game. In a ten, ten point, point game, game, I've never seen eight rounds. Uh, so that's a first. Uh, but that one will be probably slowly trickling on the YouTube as we find uh, the time in the computer processing power to make that happen. I really loved playing with Trump because here's what's really here's why you should watch this. Mm -hmm. Trump 
is an esports person. Yep. Um, he came into TI not he's not somebody that I would say was already a part of our community. He plays TI with people in Austin, Texas, yep. but he came into it with a lot of confidence and his own style. Yes. So like he's he's a little bit different in that it's not like he kind of uh, has come up in TI playing kind of our yeah. Space Cats, Peace Turtles house style. Right. He has his own point of view that is completely different yep. and has the confidence to just come into this group and be like, We're doing this, this is way. how I do yeah. it. And it is, it's, yeah, it's cool to see. Yeah, it's very, it, it was, I, I, I jump on about halfway through that game and uh, start commentating it. So uh, the beginning of the game is Hunter just playing and streaming direct to you. And then I I come on partway through and, and then it becomes a commentated game. So it's it's fun. So uh, you can follow us uh, on Twitter at Space Cats Pod. You can find us on Facebook. If you will please review our show, uh, it really helps our visibility and gets more people to learn about our game so that we can have more fun guests in future streams. That's something we really want to do. So the more visibility we have, the more we can kind of toot that around and say, hey, join us for a fun stream of this crazy board game uh, because it's a popular thing that people listen to and pay attention to. Uh, you can also join yeah. our Discord, and uh, that link should be in the episode description, and there's all kinds of fun conversations weekly happening there, and uh, that's where you get all your Patreon benefits uh, and whatnot. So thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thanks to Dane again for coming on and yeah. hanging out. Uh, it's it's always a pleasure having him on the show, and and boy, howdy. Um, it's, it's time to get weird, because next week is Root, Hunter. It's Root time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you and you'll see us here talking about it. Same root time, <laughs> same root place. One oh five point six. The the cat the cat. Thank you for listening to Space Cats Peace Turtles, and thanks to Ben Prunty for the use of his music. You can find more at BenPruntyMusic.com and BenPrunty.bandcamp.com. Pax Magnifica, Bellum Gloriosum. <laughs>